Uh, I wanted to talk to you today out of Luke chapter 2 on the value of waiting with the confidence that God is faithful. In Luke chapter 2, there is a phenomenal little moment in Scripture where the parents, uh, the, the mother and father of Jesus, Joseph and Mary, take Jesus to the temple for a customary responsibility uh, to bring him for dedication and circumcision. And an amazing moment happens. I wanted to read that to you. And we can draw some value out of that on what it feels like when we're waiting and to keep our confidence alive that God is faithful. Uh, sometimes uh, the things we hope for are delayed or even altered. And sometimes we find ourselves frustrated or even disappointed in the journey along the way, uh, only to uh, later realize in hindsight that God has been at work. So uh, Luke chapter 2 Verse 25 says this about a man called Simeon. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts to worship. When the parents brought in the child Jesus, to do for him what was the custom of the law as required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you have, you have been faithful. You may now dismiss your servant in peace. In other words, I can go home now. <laughs> for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the nations, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. Charles' father and mother were marveling at what was said about him. And then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, this child is destined to cause the fall and the rise of many in Israel and to be a sign to be spoken against and for in the whole world and that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. And in fact, there will be a sword that will pierce your soul too, prophesying even of his death. Now, what an amazing passage of scripture that uh, something happens when Jesus, who is, who is God and his parents who are chosen, come to church. And I'm, I'm, I'm being deliberate about that because another event happens in this little gathering, this little get together at a temple, if you will. And, and Mary and Joseph are still reflecting on everything that's happened and the birth of their child and the child is of a certain age. You have to do it within a certain time period. And, um, and here God is affirming and confirming and celebrating their journey. And what was Simeon's uh, uh, end uh, a final moment is Joseph and Mary's um, starting moment, something in their hearts that prepared them. In fact, uh, it goes on to say that um, there was another prophet in that same church service, Anna, the daughter of Penwell of the tribe of Asher. And uh, she was very old, the Bible says, and that's verse 36. I'm literally reading it. She had lived it, uh, with her husband seven years after her marriage and when, uh, then became a widow until she was uh, 84 uh, the Bible says, and she never left the temple, but kept worshiping and fasting, came up to them. Look at this little spontaneous moment. At that very moment, she gave thanks to God, spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. When Moses and uh, when, when Joseph and Mary had everything uh, seen uh, and done according to the law, they walked away filled with wisdom and the grace of God was on them. You know, there's something very powerful about that, that this little get together happens in a temple you wait while you worship, I think is my first point. I think there is a, there, there is a power in just 
going and worshiping even in the wait. It's easy to be thankful after the receiving of a gift, but to be thankful even before, to watch and wait is so powerful. And there are two examples of two people who waited and God uh, was faithful. Then they come together in this little church service, this little temple experience, this little baby dedication, this get together, and God just orchestrates people to put the next uh, uh, scripture or story in your journey. And I just wanted to encourage you to never isolate yourself while you're waiting. Uh, don't, don't, don't lock the doors in your home and just sit and say, I'm not going to live fully because I'm waiting on something. I want to encourage you to just be in the space where God can interrupt you and impart to you and intersect you because when he does that, something really powerful happens. It's one of the reasons why I really believe in gathering just as much as I believe in this incredible thing we're doing now online. And so my first principle on how to wait is to worship while you wait. And the second principle is to watch while you wait. You know, Jesus told his disciples, watch and, and pray. I think sometimes watching, it, it means to watch over ourselves, yes, but it means to watch uh, out for the Lord. Uh, when I was in Cape Town, I had the privilege of sharing over the weekend, you know, uh, the, uh, the, the problem with the Old Testament is that people couldn't see God in their journey. Uh, their eyes were blinded. They couldn't see it. They could only see the conflicts. They couldn't see the, the Christ in it. And we shouldn't be like that. We should watch and see uh, that the Lord is good. And then, and then thirdly, you know, to witness, to, to be able to express while I'm waiting that God is good. It's strange that we seem to think that we can only be happy when we have everything we hope for. That's a lie. You know, you can be happy, happy joyful, spiritually confident, even when you're waiting and you don't have everything you wanted, you want for, you, you, don't, you don't yet have everything you're waiting for. Ah, my words. So I want to encourage you, don't let the joy be stolen because you're waiting for something. Celebrate where you are in anticipation of God's faithfulness for you, where you will be. And this little get together in church reminds me of getting together. And um, it'll, it'll never be something we, we, we never need. It'll be something we will often need. We get together because it allows us to have this combination of characters in our lives imparting uh, Christ and the story of Christ in us. And so I wanted you to be encouraged as you head towards uh, the awaited arrival of Jesus. God is faithful. He will do what he has promised. The wait may be long, but he'll get to it. And you can be joyful and worshipful along the way. You don't have to have everything. You have him before you can be joyful. And I want to encourage you to unlock that in your heart. Never be isolated while you wait, but let the Lord lead you and comfort you. So with that in mind, my quick encouragement to you has been watch and wait, worship and wait, witness and wait. So we take a moment to pray, and I'm going to continue our Advent journey uh, on the daily devotions during the week as we make our way to Christmas. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much that you are faithful. We thank you, Lord, that even while we wait, we can worship, we can celebrate, we can watch, we can witness. Thank you, Lord, that our confidence is in your character and, and we wait with assurance of heart. Thank you, Lord, that Jesus is the reminder that the, the wait is worth it, that you will send your Redeemer and your redemption at the appropriate time. And thank you, Lord, for the value of gathering, getting together, being in the temple, whether it's online, but especially in person, so that the characters of the, of the, of the story can come and impart the next steps. 
And we thank you for the work of the Spirit in us, in Jesus' name. Amen.